everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. In today's chapter, Paul answers an important question. What happens to people who've never heard the gospel? As faith reveals righteousness, Paul explains in Romans 1, unrighteousness reveals wrath. And this leaves us with a problem because all of us, all people, are unrighteous. Ultimately, in chapters 1 through 3, Paul gives us bad news. We've got a problem, and the problem's name is sin. Sin is anything we think, say, or do that doesn't please God, and all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, as Romans 3.23 says. On our own, we are not godly. People aren't righteous, and the wrath of God is revealed against all the ungodliness and unrighteousness of people. Now, we'll see these three words a lot in the book of Romans, righteousness, unrighteousness, and wrath. Righteousness meaning attitudes, actions, and attributes that honor God and can only be achieved by God or through God. Attitudes are thoughts, actions are behavior, and attributes, specific beliefs we hold that determine our eternal destiny. Righteous attitudes, actions, and attributes can't be achieved by mere human will, strength, or determination. Because on our own, we are unrighteous. Unrighteousness refers to attitudes, actions, and attributes that don't honor God. Because people are sinners, we all think thoughts that dishonor God. Maybe for you, it's lust or jealousy. We dishonor God with our actions— Kids disobey their parents, and parents lose their tempers. We don't have to teach kids to sin. And until we surrender our lives to God, we're all marked by an attribute or characteristic that deserves the wrath of God. Sin. In default, we've all rebelled against God, and this rebellion deserves wrath. And wrath, specifically that of God, refers to God's response to our sin. Think along the lines of anger or indignation. But it's a holy anger that's always justified and fair. And practically speaking, God's wrath means eternal separation from Him. Because of our unrighteousness and God's distaste for sin, we all deserve to be separated from God forever. But there is a present reality and a future reality when it comes to the wrath of God. Presently, the wrath of God looks like God allowing the natural consequences that always follow sin. As one commentator says, A lack of respect for God leads to consequences which God allows. God allows people to go their own way, and we see that in Romans 1, verses 24 through 32. Whenever we do what's right in our own eyes, instead of what's right in God's eyes, we find ourselves living in the midst of destruction and devastation. And as the same commentator pointed out, God's present wrath anticipates His final withdrawal from those who reject the gospel. Because our lack of righteousness, or said differently, our unrighteousness, deserves the wrath of God. And as Romans shows us, all of us are guilty. We all deserve God's wrath. But is that fair? In a world that says it's all about you, that you're the best, that if we work hard enough, we'll make it, we can forget this reality. But the book of Romans shows us all people are without excuse. We all deserve to be separated from God forever. Yet Romans 1, it answers a question I'm guessing everyone listening has asked at one point or another. I've asked it. How can you say everyone's without excuse, that everyone deserves the wrath of God, if there are some people who have never heard the gospel? Well, Paul says in verse 19, 
For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. Verse 20. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. Paul, he's helping us see that God has clearly revealed himself to all people through nature. This is what theologians call natural revelation. Chapter 1, verses 19 and 20 tell us that God has provided enough evidence of himself to all people such that all of us can be held accountable. Creation ultimately points all people back to the creator. Think about it like this. If you've got an iPhone, you know that somebody designed that phone. They thought through the design, the colors, the weight of the device. You know somebody made it. How illogical would it be if you decided, you know what? This just happens to exist. Nobody thoughtfully designed the iPhone. It's a silly example, but that really is Paul's point. As one commentator points out, seeing how beautiful and unique and intricate God's creation is carries with it the responsibility of acknowledging the creator both as powerful and as living above the natural order. Disbelief requires an act of rebellion against common sense. Nature holds people responsible to believe in a God of eternal power. If you're wrestling with this, Ecclesiastes 3.11 is a good verse for you to check out as well. It's there that we read, God has put eternity into the human heart. There's something hardwired in all of us that longs for something more. We long for our creator. Now you might be thinking, if God reveals himself to all people, why do we share the gospel? Or how much is nature supposed to actually tell them about God? Or maybe you're thinking, God definitely didn't reveal himself to me through nature. I mean, this feels a little sketch. Those questions are valid, and there are actually really good answers for them. We'll tackle those and more as we continue to read through Romans. But the bottom line in Romans 1 is that all people on our own are unrighteous. We're sinners who've rebelled against God. We don't have an excuse for our unrighteousness, and this unrighteousness deserves wrath. And while that might feel like a bleak place to end, it's not the last chapter. It's the first one. As we continue through Romans, asking difficult questions, I'm glad we're on this journey together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.